0: Welcome to the Working on the Weekend podcast. When you freelance or own your own business, you likely operate outside the typical nine to five. Join Peyton Robinson and Eileen Talkman each week as they spill the tea on being freelance marketers in the content and social world. You'll hear real life experiences about the grind of freelancing and poke a little fun at corporate America, too. You'll never know what to expect from Peyton and Eileen's job in an ever changing digital world. But one thing's for sure they'll always be working on the weekends.
1: Working on a weekend like usual.
0: Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast with your hosts, Peyton Robinson, and of course, Eileen, Eileen Talkman. I love that we always say it at the same time. The
1: same time. I was just going to say we always do that and it works out perfectly. I love it. Because it's um, almost, almost like, is she saying, like, is she like queuing me up to say my own right. name? Or is she going to say my name? And then we just say it at the same time. That's right. Crazy. And I
0: never know what I'm doing either. Like, I'm like Dang. queuing you up. I'm not sure. I just kind of go with it. And then we both say it together. And I'm like, I love this for us. So... Me too. You're here with the girlies today. We're back for another super exciting episode. We did an Instagram deep dive a few weeks back. That was so fun. So we decided today to do a TikTok deep dive. So talking about... Just a little bit of background on TikTok and what we love and hate about TikTok, both professionally and just in our free time, because the girlies are on TikTok. We are TikToking our little hearts out. Not really, but we're watching a lot of work. Huge consumers, major. not major um, users of the actual platform. And you know what? That's OK.
1: It sure is OK. And, you know, TikTok is a little taboo. So I'm excited that we get to maybe shed some light on some of the uh, things that people are confused about with TikTok and some of the, you
0: know, discrepancies that are out there about the platform. So this is going to be an exciting episode. 100% and also I'm just going to mention this once because, you know, it's my favorite thing to do. Eileen would I already hearing. know what she's going to say. So I used to be TikTok famous. She was viral. I literally um, was like here it is. She's going to do have it. A TikTok page. Okay, no guys, I'm going to be so for real right now. I used to have a TikTok page made TikToks in like 2020 2021 got a decent following like 30 to 40,000. I think my max was like 39,000 or something. Um, don't do it. It's not a flex, but I just want to say, so I do have like, I feel like from a personal standpoint, I have a really good gauge on TikTok in addition to like consuming content. And then we both do tic- some TikTok stuff for work as well. So we have a good a good understanding of TikTok and just the ins and outs of, of all things TikTok. So let's just jump into it. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it. So I think that we should get
1: started with a little bit of background on TikTok because I think that most people know TikTok from like 2020. It blew up and, you know, where was it before that? It wasn't. Yeah. um, TikTok has an interesting um, inception, an interesting genesis story, if you will. Um, So back in 2017, 2018... TikTok was its own app, and it wasn't really known by anybody, but it was bought and merged with a competitor that I think more people were familiar with in the past called Musical.ly. Yeah. Yeah. We know it. We know it, but did anyone
0: use it? No. I felt like that was like a teeny bopper. Yes. So maybe you did when I did it. No, I I swear I knew. Oh, okay. So I knew what it was. But I would had never downloaded Musical.ly and never would have. And just for context, my little sister, who's much younger than me, like six or seven years younger than me, she was making TikToks like when I – I mean, TikToks. Musical.ly is when I was like in high school and she was probably like in el- – she was in elementary school. So yeah. like that's how much like younger the demographic was. Yes. In my opinion.
1: No, I completely agree with you. Okay. I remember one time at um, the company that we both work for together when I was there full time. We – had the uh bring your kid to work day oh. and did
0: you bring coda like,
1: you know i don't even know if coda was in the in picture. my life at that point um but they did like a musically with all the kids but the, the kids that actually go to take your kids to work day it's not like the senior in high school is not going to take your kid to yeah work
0: right day. it's like actual children but
1: like the fourth grader is
0: yeah and they made a musically and like that's my uh core memory about (laughs) musically and that's pretty much like i think everyone has like a similar story like we know if you're listening to this podcast you probably did not use musically like and if you did i actually am so curious like what were you doing on there because it was okay i know we're gonna get into the tiktok stuff but like musically was very music focused obviously based off the name so it was all of those like Slow mo, like like weird videos, like you know what I'm talking about. Like it was all those like quick transitions, like up down, mm, mm, mm. like weird editing style, um, very choppy, and it was all focused on music. I don't think that there were any right. like trending audios that I think it was just yeah. music.
1: like no sound bites being pulled yeah. from like a reality TV show yeah. or like a red carpet interview that then everybody like spins and makes it of their own thing. It was like yeah. actual songs,
0: yeah, and it wasn't even like. Most of the time, I feel like it wasn't even, like, popular songs. Because I don't know if they had, like, the copyright for that. It was, like, Musical.ly songs. Like, I would hear my little sister, like, on Musical.ly. And it would always be, like, these, like, weird, like, YouTube intro songs, kind of. Like, I don't know. It was a weird vibe. It was a weird vibe.
1: It was. But you know what? Once TikTok merged with Musical.ly, a star was born.
0: A star was truly born.
1: Um... So one other thing that's really interesting about TikTok, um, when I was doing a little bit of research, I loved this stat, this bit of information, is that TikTok itself was developed in only 200 days. And within a year of being born, had 100 million users with more than 1 billion videos viewed every day, which is Like, just insane. talk about like skyrocketing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. So TikTok starts blowing up. And I want to know. So, okay, let me give like context for people. And if you got on TikTok late and you're like, I heard about it, kind of us with the Musical.ly thing, right? Like I heard about it, but I didn't get on it. If you didn't get on TikTok like early, like 2017, 2018 is when it started existing, right? We weren't, that's when they merged with Musical.ly. So we are, I had no idea this existed at the time. Apparently somebody did because people were using it since there was 1 billion videos viewed every day. I think
1: it was a lot of like international people were the yeah. were the like right. What's that phrase where you're like uh, early adopter? They were the early adopters of
0: TikTok. Yes. And it was people available outside of- the US and it was I mean, it's not a US-based app, so it makes sense that we wouldn't be like the first to use it. Um, and then obviously the rise of the pandemic gave people a lot more leisure time to spend on social media. And in my opinion, Instagram content became kind of stale during the pandemic when you were just sitting at home and like everyone was just posting about the pandemic or like, oh, look at the like Tiger King for the hundredth time. Like some, it was just like it got old really fast. And that is what brought a lot of people of all ages to TikTok, was just new entertainment, something to watch. And that's also when I got on TikTok.
1: What about you, though? That's the exact time I got on TikTok, too. I think like late 2019, early 2020, I was like, so stupid. But Mm -hmm. as soon as... The pandemic was like a major, hey, we all are at home doing nothing and bored and not working and furloughed and, you know, whatever it may be. I was learning TikTok dances as a form of entertainment. I mean, the Savage Dance taught myself that one. Yes. You know, There were all so those, many. The, there were okay, so the whipped, many.
0: The whipped coffee. So, okay. Did it. Early, say I like when I remember I was at Costco, like in like literally the pandemic, like lines are out the door, and I'm like, oh wait, let me get my instant ground coffee for um uh, to do this thing, and then okay, let me slow That's down. So, funny. so first of all, when I first got on TikTok, I remember thinking it was just going to be a lot of like dancing, and it was at the time. It was definitely more of that than yeah, it is now. It was but what I found really interesting was the not just the power to go viral. I noticed really quickly, like scrolling through TikTok and I was like, oh, there's funny stuff, there's dances. But then there was like some product posts and like different trends that started to emerge. And this is the first time I had seen something like that in a really long time. Like a girl would be like, oh my God, you guys, I just went to Target and I found um, this tree hut scrub and it's the best thing ever. And all of a sudden, I mean, the video has millions and millions of views and everyone's buying the same thing. And that didn't really happen with Instagram because no one really was using Instagram to like scroll in like the explore page. Like you knew everyone that you were following. So it's like even like an influencer that has a million followers, that video is probably going to hit like max is probably going to be seen by a million people versus TikTok, like this random girl shows something and all of a sudden every single person wants it or one person makes a whipped coffee and suddenly the entire everyone's making the whipped coffee. Everyone's making videos about the whipped coffee. Like it was the first time for me to see like something, things just go consistently viral on that that large of a scale, which I thought was really cool. Yes.
1: Yes. The virality of Mm -hmm. TikTok, I think, yeah, like you're saying is just so much bigger than any other app.
0: Yeah. 100%, which I I think that was something I really liked because I like to be influenced by things, by people. And I love that about like early TikTok. It was so different than like any other platform. And to think that they made it so quickly and that's really cool. Right. And the fact that every other platform is trying to replicate their algorithm. And it like didn't like you like Instagram has the best people working for them in the world. And they still can't get that secret sauce that TikTok has. Like they just can't do it. And it was made quick and listen like it worked for them and that's why people are still on TikTok and Instagram's trying to keep up. Absolutely. Well that's fun. Yeah, fun little – A little, a little baby TikTok. Yeah, just going back, you know, back in time to the sweet, sweet OG TikTok and what it was during COVID. I am curious, if you were on TikTok, if you're listening to this, when did you get on TikTok? Well, we're going to put a poll on our Instagram story when this, this comes yeah. out because I'm so curious. Like, were you on it, like, early days and you were like, why is nobody using this? This is so fun. Or did it not get good until people – more people joined? You know what I mean? Like, if you were on it early, was it late? And then it got better with time. Or if you got on it really late, why didn't you get on it?
1: Yeah, I feel like there's almost three stages here. It's the early adopters were on it from the beginning. Then there were the pandemic new users. Like, I'm bored. I want something new. And then I'd say within the last like year or two, there's a whole nother wave of people that's like, oh, this is here to stay. Everyone's on it. Like, it looks, it looks actually kind of funny and fun.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think I can learn a lot of things on here. That's like the three buckets I would give yeah, yeah. TikTok users. And it sounds like you and I are both like a 2020
0: pandemic We're 2020 TikTokers. TikTok girlies. Uh, and you were making TikToks at this time or were you just watching?
1: Uh, I was making. I still, my TikTok usage is interesting. And, you know, we can yeah. get into it a little bit later. But it's, it's like so true. if I hear something that's like a funny noise, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to like, I'll be sitting on my couch, no makeup on, hair in a bun. And I'm like, I'm going to make a
0: TikTok right now because I think it's funny. Totally. I love seeing your like random TikToks and it is very sporadic. So
1: speaking of just, you know, our TikTok usage, I think that we should dive into what we love and hate about TikTok. This is kind of the similar format we did with our Instagram episode and um, we got some great feedback from you guys on it. So we figured let's, let's do the same format again and go into our loves and
0: hates about TikTok in terms of work and in terms of personal life. Yes, let's do it. I think we start with work, you know, just keep it kind of serious, mm-hmm. stay on, you know, the business focused train that is this podcast. Sometimes let's do it. Should you I want- start? I think you should start. I think
1: you're wow. for it. Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> so, when it comes to work, what I love about TikTok is brands, I think, come across so relatable and approachable and just this whole new, like fun and funny character traits um, that I don't think we've seen brands do that much until TikTok. And I love that. I think that the brands that are on TikTok and are just like, this TikTok is meant to be, like we just said, funny, goofy, lighthearted. We can throw some serious like informational things in there too, but like popping on the trending audio, just being like goofy and funny. I think that that is the best thing a brand could do right now. And total missed opportunity if you're a brand that's like, oh, we we might, we might won't fit on TikTok. So I guess that... Can I say something? Yes, please.
0: Um, for the brands out there or for people working for brands that don't want to be on TikTok, this is just me going on a tangent. However, I just want to say, do some research on the demographics of TikTok and share those stats with your employer if you work in the same field as us. And or you are a brand and you're like, oh, well, I sell um, diabetes supplies. So there's nobody on there that's looking for that. Yes, they are. There is people of all ages on TikTok, all demographics across the world, across the country. So just make sure like if you're not on TikTok, you can be on TikTok at any level. Any brand can excel on TikTok if you do it right. Just something to keep in mind, you know. It's a lot of brands like we work with brands and it a lot of brands are late adopters to TikTok and they think that it's going to be it's all silly, it's all fun. But yes, it is all of that but there's ways to take those trends and turn it into meaningful content too that will convert so
1: that's just my you know two cents yeah absolutely and at a minimum you are just going to be in front of an audience and top of mind and that and that awareness is huge as well so that's my love i just love brands that like commit to it and i think they see are seeing a lot of success from it yeah. like for example um, I'm sure you've seen some of these too. Scrub Daddy, like the, yeah. the sponges, they're all over TikTok. Why would you think like a sponge brand would if they be can do arriving on TikTok? They are.
0: And somehow I I've always known what Scrub Daddy is. I used to watch a lot of Shark Tank, and like yes. I've always known it was. Never, ever, ever bought one. And I'm telling you, in the past year, they're the only sponges I buy now. And I probably was influenced Same. by just seeing it on TikTok and then you go to the store and you're like, oh, I'll get that one. Like you right. just see it and you want it.
1: Um, okay. So that that kind of transitions nicely into my hate about TikTok with work Uh-oh. is the fact that some brands are so hesitant to be fun, take risks. And yeah. they it's like our content has to, dare I say it, align with like our corporate goals and what we're trying to achieve as an organization. And they don't understand kind of what I said earlier, that the awareness aspect of just being on TikTok. Yeah. Brand awareness on TikTok is a huge win.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally, totally. I 1 billion percent agree. I think that a lot of brands, I mean, there's no other platform where you can make a post and every single time you make a post, there's a much higher chance of going viral than you ever would on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. Like That doesn't happen like that um Instagram's obviously changing some stuff and with Reels it's a little bit more possible but like every single post on TikTok is opening you up to a new opportunity to go viral or just gain awareness from a new audience every single time. There's no other platform like that and they're missing out totally. All right, I want to hear yours P. Okay. So my love is kind of the same as your love and it's that as a brand when you're working with brands There's so many creative ways to turn their brand message, their marketing goals, their just the theme of like the themes of content that you'd see on their blog or on their Instagram, turning those same ideas into really cool TikToks that are creative and that are different. I love that TikTok is one of those environments where it's actually better to be less formal. Like if you are making, and this is a good advice too, if you're new to creating content for TikTok for brands or something like that. Um you don't want to like go in Canva and add a bunch of special effects and a bunch of special um text elements and that's just and again like that makes sense for other platforms that's something we kind of all like known to do is like okay we're going to use our fonts and we're going to use this and we're going to use that. That's not what works on TikTok. TikTok the closer it looks to just a regular TikTok from a random user, the better. And like how great is that for us? work. Like how great is it that we're able to just be creative and make content as we would on our own page instead of having it be this polished, perfect piece of content like you would for like a YouTube video. And I love that. Love, love, love that you can just be so creative and almost like it's it's the most informal channel for a a brand that you're gonna probably have.
1: Yeah. And there's like less like I think a good point too, is there's less barriers to posting. Like you're just, you're just posting. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of, you know, Peyton and I deal with this with, you know, things we work on, projects we work on, you have to get things approved by creative and you Mm -hmm. have to get copy approved by, you know, a copy editor. And it's like, there's certain
0: phones. Yes.
1: You shouldn't worry about that as much. And that's, that should just be a relief to a marketing team because it's just less, less hoops to jump through and less steps involved.
0: Yeah, there's literally no barrier to entry. Like you can just make it a business account for your brand, your company you work for, or the company you own, and just start posting. It's really that simple. There's no um, like specific best practices for your bio and like all this stuff that exists exists on other platforms. Like it just doesn't exist there, and I love that. Um, but my hate is also dun, similar dun, dun. to a lot of the things we've talked about, and it's just that it's if you're a brand, okay, this is my hate. I hate when I see a brand. I'm scrolling the for you page, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I keep seeing what looks like an ad and it's not an ad. It's not an ad. It's a brand that is putting out content that looks like an ad that has their custom fonts and weird elements, like weird transitions and stuff that I know aren't available in TikTok. Like it doesn't look organic. The platform. And if your brand, if you are a brand or you're a person and you're not like willing to let go of some of those, like that look and feel that you're used to, don't make TikToks. And I'm not trying to be mean, but like just don't because that's not what people want to see. And I immediately scroll by, like immediately. Like if you're a brand, work with UGC creators, user generated content, for example. So, like if if you're a snack brand, find People who are using your snacks and making TikToks with them ask for the rights to post that or, you know, make recipe videos or talking videos, just someone talking about the benefits of the product. Like it's that simple. Like it doesn't have to be this extravagant thing. And I I hate seeing it on my For You page from brands. And I also hate when you work with a company and they're like, oh, we have an idea for a TikTok and it's like this like polished weird thing that like maybe could be like an Instagram story or something like a cool reel maybe, but like it just doesn't work on TikTok. It needs to feel and look organic. If you're not, if you're a brand and you're not willing to let go of having things look a certain way that you're used to, TikTok might not be for you because you have to let go of some of that. You're so right. It drives me um, crazy. Can
1: I add another hate here? Because you just made me think oh, of something
0: else. Of course. Always. We're just full
1: of hate today.
0: Well, always.
1: I also hate when like corporate, a brand, whatever, you're like, hey, I have this idea for a TikTok. It's trending. And they're like, OK, we can like post that in a couple of weeks.
0: Oh, that's such a good hate. You're like, no, let's do it now. That's not how it works. Yeah. Tick, like everything, Time is on like the essence. Yes. Yes. Time is key with TikToks. Like when it comes to like trending audios, just trending visual, any trends. OK, like you have to jump on it in that moment. And it is also hard as a, you know, a freelancer to be able to do that all the time. But luckily there's not a lot you have to put into to make a TikTok. So that makes it easier. But like brands that you send them something and they're like, yeah, let's get this slated on the calendar for um, three weeks from now. uh, Okay. Well then we're not going to post that. So like, you're like,
1: forget it.
0: Yeah. Give me some, you know, just give me some um, control and like Freedom here to like make content when it's viral because that's like literally key to success. That's the point. Yeah, that's the point. Okay, well that was fun. I think we yeah it was. Do we do a little transition into what we love and hate for ourselves? Just like let's a do it. Vibe? I think it's about time. It's about damn time. Okay. Oh, our favorite. Oh, gal. also TikTok. Song.
1: Yes, that, that's TikTok too. We actually talked about that noise. I always call them noises. It's like literally I know. my eileenism. That sound bite. We talked about that in um. Our last episode of 2022 was yes, we my were favorite. Rounding up, I know that one was so fun. We we should do that one again, maybe in like June, like a totally, halfway, a halfway, point. halfway, yeah. Yes, um, but uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, you should, and you know, maybe it would be a nice little trip down memory lane of all the some of the most trending sounds of 2022,
0: yeah. Um, and so obviously, fun. we
1: had to mention Lizzo because always that one was everywhere. Last
0: she's year, she's a she is like a TikTok phenomenon, like her songs she comes out with the song, you will see it on TikTok. You know yep. what I mean? Like she just keeps on putting out the bangers that we need to create content with. And we love that. And we also just love her. We do. We really love her. We really, really um, we love We talk her. about it often. However, in addition to loving Lizzo, <laughs> what do you love about TikTok?
1: Okay. Personally, I think everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I just love TikTok. I
0: talk about it all the time. Eileen's a big TikTok girl, like obsessed. Obsessed. She is me with like Pinterest.
1: Yeah, like for example, I woke up in the middle of the night last night. You guys ever do that? You wake up, you're like, why am I awake? I cannot fall back asleep. This of sucks. Course. And I didn't want to just scroll on Instagram, so I just boop boop went over, grabbed a little headphones, so I didn't wake my husband up. Plugged him in. Scroll on TikTok for a nice thirty minutes, and I was like, "Okay, I think I'm going I'm getting sleepy again." Uh, That's great. It's such
0: a good. It can be such a good like break in your day. Yes. Why am I saying my loves? Tell me your loves. I'm okay, so I'm sorry. so sorry. I no, can't. I'm you know, so sorry. Can't
1: ever just get straight to the point. No, we can I always, never. I say too much.
0: No, you're doing a great job. I just feel bad that I'm like I love that I can break <laughs> up my day. Like, wait, Peyton. No one asked you. You
1: know, this is just a loving. We just love
0: TikTok. We can't help ourselves. We love. Okay. So I
1: think my biggest love is that, and I say this all the time, TikTok genuinely makes me happy. I think social media as a whole um, sometimes makes people feel bad. Yeah. There's a lot of studies out there that social yeah. media has caused increases in depression and anxiety. and Self-confidence Yeah. It's such a bummer because, you know- Peyton and I love social media so much. That's why we work in it. And we see the benefits and we we see the like great that comes from it. Yeah. But I do know that that's a thing.
0: Um, yeah, it gets overshadowed sometimes by a lot of negative comments, right. trolls, um, just like overall Bullying. negative content. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of that. And you're able to hide. I mean, we all know this, but like hiding behind a camera or not behind a camera, hiding behind a, a phone, a keyboard. And being able to say whatever you want and there's no repercussions for that is a dangerous environment that social media creates. However. However,
1: yeah, I, I don't it. think TikTok is as much like that as some other apps are. Totally. And it genuinely is just a, a major source of entertainment for me. It makes me happy. I learn things. I, I have people that I follow that... I'm like, I got to see what so-and-so is up to today. You know, certain influencers are just creators that I I love and I love their life and I love their families and whatever. I just genuinely love TikTok so much and it just makes me happy. That's a very broad love, but people who rip on TikTok sometimes like, oh, it's so stupid. I'm like, you are, you are missing out.
0: Yeah. And also like to your point, there's so many opportunities, like there is so much content on TikTok from different niches, from different people, of all walks of life, educational, inspiring, entertaining, dance video. Like, think of it. And literally think of anything. It exists on TikTok. So you can pick and choose what you want to see. So like, if you're someone that thinks like, I don't want to watch people just dancing on TikTok, you don't have to. Like, you can never see that. And the beauty is their algorithm, which we'll talk about, but their algorithm is set up so that if you don't want to see a certain kind of content, you can tell them, I don't want to see this kind of content. And it's so intuitive that it understands that and will stop showing you dance content. Like mm-hmm. if you say, I don't like this one dance video, it gets, understands she doesn't like dance videos. It understands so that's what that video is. We won't show her dance videos anymore and then you'll never have to see them again. So like you can pick and choose what you want to see. And then it's your perfect little haven on there every single time And both yep. your following. So like the people you follow seeing what they're doing, but also the For You page is going to be so catered to exactly what you're looking to yep. see. Love it. It's awesome. It's so great.
1: Um, my hate, it's not even like much of a hate, but I think in theory, I love the theory of like making TikToks. I think it's fun. I think it's fun to share something you're doing. I think it's fun to show your makeup routine. I think it's fun to learn a dance. But at the end of the day, it's a huge time commitment. And
0: like editing videos isn't easy. So no, not necessarily. No, especially if you want to get like cool with it. Right. that requires skill yeah
1: yeah and it just takes a lot of time so I think sometimes you know in my head I'm like I would love to make TikToks all day long of like things I'm doing and of my dog or you know whatever it may be but when it comes down to actually like okay I have to record I have to get a tripod I have to edit it it's just kind of a
0: commitment and then you're like "Uh." and then like it doesn't do well and you're like okay Mm -hmm. this is a waste of time yeah Um, also I will say that like to get To do well on TikTok and become successful, you have to be posting a lot of content because there is so much content on TikTok. So, for people to see you and keep seeing you, you have to keep showing up and putting out content. And compared, we're not saying just
1: like one video a day. No, no, like five videos a day. People
0: are doing like five videos a day every single day. Again, for some people, that is their full time job, so it makes sense. But like, if it's not, that's a hard leap. Like, you got to really be committed to that, um, to be able to be successful. And also like, there's only so many trends. So you have to have something else behind your content to put out that much content. You know what I mean? Like you have to have some themes of like what you're going to do on TikTok for five times a day. Like there's only so many trends. For sure. Yeah. That's that's it for me. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, great. Love that. Um, so my love I kind of talked about, so I'll go over it pretty quickly, but well, actually I have two loves. Okay. We're all about love we're all about the love today. So the first one is you can consume so much content in so little time. And some people are going to say like, that's not the best thing ever. Maybe not, but I'm here for it. Okay. Because if I have 15 minutes and I have a short attention span, I have ADHD. You know how much, how many videos you can watch some videos are like six seconds. So think about how many videos you can watch in a 15-minute break or, you know, while you're sitting waiting for an appointment for 20 minutes. Like yes. you just watch like a YouTube video. I like to watch YouTube. I used to watch a lot of YouTube when I was like younger and it was more popular, um, like influencers and stuff. But now like it, one YouTube video would be like 25 minutes, you know, and that's like a commitment. You eat your lunch and you're like, okay, I only watch this one girl's story time video this whole time versus TikTok and 15, 20 minutes. You can watch so many different videos about so many different things. You can laugh, you can cry, you can be motivated all in such a short amount of time. The only reason it's kind of a negative is because I do find my, my attention span getting shorter and shorter. TikTok now allows like six minute videos, right? It was like there was a it was, I know six, it was 15 minutes. seconds,
1: 60 seconds, three minutes, and then there was a 10-minute feature, but okay, they took it was. away from a lot of people.
0: Okay. Okay. Because that was what was happening. So in my head, I know for, for a long time, it was like 15 seconds, 30, three minutes. And for like when I used to make TikToks, that's what like the options were. And so I'll be watching a TikTok and I'm like, this is going on forever.
1: Yeah. I get and what it, you're saying. And they're going sure. over
0: the, th- they're like doing, yeah, like probably like five or six minutes. But here's the thing. So that's where I, like, that's like the negative to me is that I even feel that way. It's like, why can't I not sit here for five minutes and watch something like five minutes? And it's like something I'm interested in or I would have already scrolled. So like because why... that's not what
1: you come to TikTok to do.
0: I know, but I feel like it's transforming into what I do on every platform. Like now when I like watch stories, I click so fast and I used to like I'll just like see what the person's doing. Move on. See, move on. I used to like look and be like, oh, what's Eileen doing? Oh, that place looks good. That meal looks good. Click. Oh, what's this? Now I'm literally like, dun, 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 You're dun, like dun, dun. Eileen, get off my. I face. get the. I get. No, I love seeing it. That's the thing. But I like don't have the attention span to like look at mm-hmm. it for more than like one second. I just want to get like the most basic information. Okay, Eileen's at a baseball game. Move on. Like I, that's all I need to know. Versus before, I'd be like, oh, like what are those shoes she is wearing? Like what? A, like I, I don't know. My attention spans kind of, um, dwindling. But this is still like a positive for me. So I do enjoy how much content how much content you can consume. But I I have another love. Let's hear it. And it is that you can cater your For You page to be exactly what you want it to be. so So first of all, if you're like not really on TikTok, I feel like you guys all are. So I'm not going to like really explain the nitty gritty of life um, on TikTok. But basically there's two tabs. There's the following tab, people you follow, and then your For You page. For You page is like the explore page. It's going to just be things that TikTok thinks you want to see and maybe sprinkle in some really popular videos that you from people you've never seen before, whatever. So if you're somebody that likes skincare reviews and you don't follow a lot of those people because you're like, I don't need to see this all the time, but I would like to see it sprinkle in here and there. If you watch a couple of those videos, you like them, you comment, you go through the comments, you share it with a friend. And TikTok is like, oh, Peyton really likes skincare reviews. Okay. We're going to sprinkle these in for her. Oh, Peyton really likes when a girl's doing her makeup and telling a story. Okay, we're going to keep showing her that content. So you get like these two sides. One is the following people that you're committed to seeing their content. And then the For You page is just content themes that you'll enjoy from people you haven't seen yet usually. And I love it. Love it, it's, love it, love it. Yeah. Because you can make list. it. You can make it whatever you want. Like if you like murders and spooky <laughs> stories, if you like to murder people murders you know, know what i mean no if you like true that crime um or workouts like let's yeah. say you like you like a weird like you have a very unique selection of interests you like lizards you have pet <laughs> lizard you like true You're crime right now and you like target hauls okay you can have a for you page that is lizards true crime and target hauls Every day, new content from people you've seen before, people you've never seen, random videos that go viral, and there's a lizard in the background. Oh, my goodness. Like, no matter what, you might see a Target hall where someone takes their lizard to Target and tells a story about true crime. There it it sounds crazy, but listen. <laughs> no, but you're right. It could happen. And because so like, we've mentioned
1: that I like bears. We've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Right. I'd say once a week, I'm getting a bear video on my for you page. And nobody else's.
0: But no, somehow they are. But because I'm these videos have views. So it's yeah. like somewhere out there, there's a community of bear lovers <laughs> that now Eileen gets to be a part of once a week and then go yep. back to her regular life and then it sprinkles back in. Mine is hamsters. And Love I it. like when people have those giant, like you know, what I'm talking about those like huge enclosures that are like a whole like nature, like it's like this crazy thing. I just like to like know that this little tiny hamster is living his best life. Would never follow these pages. I don't have a hamster. So, like, what would be the point? But just seeing their enclosures, it just always is like a little, like, ooh, I want to be him, you know? So, I see those videos from time to time and I interact with them. And I just, it's a lovely place to be. You can see as much random content as you want or as little. And it can be like very catered towards you. Yeah. It's just awesome. based off of how you use the platform, which is yeah. kind of crazy. Like, it's not like, um, oh, I have to like these videos every time to start seeing more. It's like, no, if you watch it over a certain amount of time, that tells TikTok that you like it. If you yeah. share it with someone, that tells TikTok that you like it. So it's not even like you have to be liking every post to keep seeing it. No, it just knows and it will just come naturally. I love that. Moving on to my hate. Let's hear it. Um, okay. This could this could just be me. So I've talked about this many episodes. I am an influencer lover, dare I say? Not necessarily the actual influencers, but I do like to be influenced. I like to shop. I like to better myself. I like to like implement new self care practices and like whatever. So I enjoy the world of influencers, and I truly enjoy being influenced. If someone's like, "This is all the stuff I bought at Amazon," and they truly actually like like the stuff, I will buy the stuff from the video. Like if someone's like, "These leggings are just like the Lulu lines," I will buy them like I will. So I enjoy to be influenced. I want people to tell me what I need to buy. Okay, everyone has a Stanley. Oh, I guess I need a Stanley. You know what I mean? Like I need to be influenced all the time. So, I love that about Instagram, specifically Instagram and like YouTube. I feel like that the most about. But my problem with influencers on TikTok is I don't feel like I connect as much with the accounts. Like I don't feel like I know them quite the same and it's probably just because the content is so much shorter. And also when you are on TikTok, even in your following tab, let's say Eileen posts five videos. I'm not gonna see all five videos because the way their algorithm works. So I'm just gonna see one of them. So it's like, okay, I see this person, you know, every couple days for 15 seconds when I'm on TikTok. And I don't feel like I have, like, I don't feel like I know them the way that you do if you watch somebody's vlogs every day on YouTube or somebody's stories every day on Instagram. Like I just feel like there's like a disconnect with just like the relationship I have with the people I follow. Like, I just don't feel as invested. Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone on Instagram was like, hey, I, like, they're always talking about um, cozy pajamas, like loungewear, and they make a loungewear line, I'm more likely to buy it because I know how much they like loungewear. Like, they talk about it all the time. They have skims this. They have barefoot dreams this. Like, I'm more likely to buy it because they're saying they love all this stuff and I keep seeing them talk about it. Where on TikTok, I feel like, is someone trying to sell me something? Like, I just don't know that I trust them or that I feel that that connection. Like, oh, I know them so well that this is going to be the best pair of pajamas I've ever bought. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes. I totally get what you mean. I will say though, I, I, in the, you know, this is why we chat about these things in this is why everyone's different. I feel the complete opposite because okay. I do have my people that I follow and I know I follow them, but I also go to their page every day to make sure I didn't miss anything.
0: Okay, see, so that's interesting. And this is right. it just great depends point. on
1: your user experience.
0: Yeah. And maybe also I will say I am not on TikTok as much as I used to be. Like I used to be making TikToks regularly. And probably spending like, and not even just in COVID, like after COVID, too, I was probably spending like a good six hours a day on TikTok. I'm not exaggerating. Like, that was my morning routine, my night routine, my in the bath routine was just to scroll, you know? And I, maybe I felt differently then, but now, yeah, I guess I've just kind of like, I don't think I am on there enough to see the same people enough, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it also depends on how many you follow. So, like, if you're following, a thousand people and you go to your following tab and they're yeah. posting five times a day, like you're never going to see even like a third of the people you follow.
1: Right. I think I follow like my friends and then I'd say influencer wise, I follow like maybe 10 to 15 people.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm like, like really committed to these handful of people. Now I'm, cu- I'm curious how many I follow. I want to say like at least a 100 Maybe but I'm like, wrong. I want to fo- watch every single one of all of their videos, but I don't want to go to their pages. And then that's just too much work. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm following 193. So that's a lot to go through. Oh, every
1: I follow 77 people on TikTok. Okay.
0: But I want to watch all. I'm very selective with who I follow. So usually I want to watch every single video from every person. But like, it's not like Instagram stories where it's just a photo and you can click through. Like, how much time do I have to watch all of these? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just tiring. For I sure. Tiring workout here. Okay. We had some loves. We had some hates. We did. But overall, you know,
1: I'd say uh TikTok is a positive environment for the working yeah. on the
0: weekend girlies. It's a great place to be. Just if you feel like it's a negative place to be, go through who you're following. Honestly, another thing to do is you can clear your data. So if you clear, if you don't like your for you page or you're like, dude, I'm tired of seeing this. This is not the vibes. You can clear your data. You can also make a new account, but like clear your data, start fresh. Unfollow everyone and just start fresh because. It can change, like it—it's literally what you make it. So if you're not vibing, it's time to vibe. Just start over.
1: Great advice. Okay, so we have touched on this a little bit through our conversation about TikTok, but you may be curious about how the TikTok algorithm works and how you are fed certain types of content and certain types of
0: videos, certain types of subjects, whatever it may be. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about like user behavior on the platform. We've talked about algorithms in general. We're not going to get into that. You you guys understand. It's a formula that basically is designed to keep you on the platform as long as possible. So they're trying to figure out what content you like and keep showing you more of that content. That's basically what an algorithm is. TikTok has a unique algorithm in the sense that it really, really understands you. It's very intuitive. And we're going to talk about why and how it works. Yes. Thank you.
1: Yeah, of course. So uh, there's a few different things that attribute to the TikTok algorithm. One is what we basically covered in the episode so, so far, user interactions. So the videos that you like, the accounts that you follow, the videos that you watch for a long amount of time, um, things that you hide, topics that you hide and you don't want to see, whatever it may be, how you're like clicking through and using the platform, they're going to remember those things. Yep. And Negative and positive. To, yep, exactly. That is going to cater to your algorithm. The next thing is things going on in the video itself. So does that video have certain hashtags in it? We're going to show you videos with more
0: hashtags like that. Captions. Yeah, yeah. Captions, like, for example, if you're watching a video and there's captions on the video or like a voiceover or whatever, or just like actually like closed captions on the video or in the literal caption at the bottom, like the text at the bottom, and you're saying Target haul... I just went to like day in the life, this come with me to a workout. TikTok sees the word workout and it's going to show people that have liked or seen other things that say workout and show them more or people that I said, not interested in this content to something that has the keyword workout. They're going to show them that less.
1: Yeah. So even as a creator, it's important for you to include some of those keywords mm-hmm. in your captions or your hashtags and whatever yep. it may be yeah. in order to make sure your videos are getting shown to the right people. Totally. Um, This one is really interesting too though. So when, when audio is trending, if a user is like hyped about that audio and they really like it and they keep watching videos with that audio, they're going to keep getting more and more videos with that audio. And that's how like some audios on TikTok get so viral because it just keeps growing and growing.
0: Okay. I have a really quick anecdote here.
1: Let's hear it. Like right now, can I just say right now my FYP is full of got a white boy on my rasta he'd be feeding me pasta I love. yeah
0: because the more you watch no totally it's I see so catchy
1: one. though so i'm like oh these are so fun i love watching people like right. sing this because it's really impressive 100 yeah it's everything i see right now
0: so there was this guy and somebody out there will know what i'm talking about some of you might not know but there you there's my people are out there so there was this guy he's like a tiktoker who would just sing songs this older man And people would overlay behind him like a situation like, okay, like it's the middle, like it's 3 a.m. you decide to get your life together. We've all been there. You know, you get this random burst of energy to like clean your house, wake up early, work out. Like you have this like whatever. And it's just this guy singing in the middle and then like random clip art items around him. So it'd be like, like if you're getting ready to like get your life together, be like your planner, your Stanley cup, like workout clothes for the morning. Like you're on pitches looking at motivational quotes, like whatever. So this dude... And it's all his him singing so people basically took his singing videos uh, he has a billion of them and just like took random vi- like random audios from his videos added his face and made like a whole scene behind him okay we'll share this out and i'll link it in the his his actual page in the description because it's he's actually so cute um but i saw a couple of these videos and i was just vibing i was like this is so funny i actually love seeing them like this is just like something I really like. So I watched a couple in the car and I was sitting with my fiance and he's like in the grocery, like in the gas station or something. He comes out and I'm like, wait, look at this. My entire for you page, I'm not exaggerating, was for like probably 25 plus videos straight. We're all just him. And then the next video after that was a video of somebody recording them scrolling through their feed. And it was all just him because basically you like these audios. And so it's telling TikTok, hey, you want to see more of this audio? Well, there's only one dude with this audio. So you're basically just like consistently being fed this one random guy. And that's the power of the TikTok algorithm. You like this audio? Okay. Get ready. We're going to make you hate it. (laughs) yeah. Now I never see him when I do, I do swipe past because you know it is a little bit of a trigger for me. Like I'm not prepared to have my for you page just like demolished like that again. Yeah, that's a lot. But you get what I'm saying. Absolutely. You like it, you see it. You don't like it, you don't see it. Basically
1: the TikTok algorithm and um I think that we enjoy the TikTok algorithm more than we enjoy the Instagram yeah. algorithm. And
0: there's a reason why everyone's trying to copy it. It's super unique, but that's just a little bit more if you're like, How does TikTok know this? How do I keep seeing this? There's reasons why, and those were the reasons. There so, you know, are. the more you know, the more you know. Bam. All right, guys. It is time for the last part of the episode today, which is us going through our segments. So first up is for me today. It I'm is so our, excited for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is our corporate jargon pet peeve of the week. I don't even know what that means. No
1: one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. As it gets gross. people go.
0: And I am, you know, putting, putting you guys on blast today with mine. Let me pull it up. Reinvent the wheel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's on brand with your all your hamster talk today.
0: <laughs> it really, truly is. So reinvent the wheel. Let me give you guys like a quick example. Okay, I know we have some, you know, tight deadlines and we need to get something out for um, 4th of July. You know, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. Look back at what we did last year and let's just update that reinvent the wheel i don't even so know where good. that came from i'm sure that there's like something behind it hate it's a hate
1: just yeah.
0: loathe entirely
1: right like how about you know you know i'm always coming in with the like let's say this instead this is yeah. what Eileen loves yeah, to bring corporate jargon exercise yes yes so how about let's not kill ourselves working on this just just look at what we did last year let's yep. not spend too much time trying to think of a crazy new idea let's just no need look to spend, at what we yeah. did last
0: year one yes No need to spend so much time. Pull what we did last year and update it. Yeah.
1: No need to reinvent the wheel. That is such corporate jargon.
0: Gah. Hate. Hate. If you're saying that one, you guys, come on. Reinvent your vocabulary. (laughs) How about that? I hate it.
1: Spot on.
0: I loved that one. Okay. Great, great, great. Moving right on along to this week in social. It is time. So this week in social is when we break down – something trendy in social right now Iile up today news. some breaking news you know giving you something to talk about at the water cooler or um, at your family dinner tonight and just just enlighten them with some random social news yeah what do we make, have today?
1: make yourself seem cool yeah so I thought I would give some attention to a social platform that we do not talk about a lot here on the working on the weekends podcast.
0: Facebook? What do you think
1: that one Facebook no YouTube no. Pinterest? No. Twitter? We talk about Twitter all the time. No, you're not even thinking of it because it's like boring.
0: LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. What is it?
1: So um, I thought this was interesting though. And I figured, yeah, we don't talk about LinkedIn a lot. and Let's let's start now.
0: And you know what? It's actually a great, great, great platform for networking, making connections. Mm -hmm. Your professional achievements. Yep. Also for brands, highlighting your like key wins finding new clientele, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. cetera, So, you know, it has a point, but.
1: It does. And um, I was doing some research and I saw that LinkedIn right now is experimenting with AI prompts for posts. So if they like will study the things you like to post about on LinkedIn, um, maybe the industry that you work in, whatever it may be, and they are going to help you basically write your posts so
0: that you have to spend less time doing that.
1: I thought that was cool, and I know that like AI is such a hot topic
0: right now. And Eileen refuses to do an AI focused episode, you guys, and you know just come over to her. Yeah, I asked you, and you're like, I'm tired because I did say that. Stuff. You're right. I think yeah. I
1: could come around at this point because I actually have been dabbling a little bit more in AI tools that help
0: me. Yeah, do my job. I think we need to do a little bit more dabbling, and then we come in and we talk about is that. I, I think we talk about is AI taking our jobs mm-hmm. because like that's the thing that people in any creative field talk about and then also how you can use it to make your life easier yep
1: anyways I thought that was cool and I wonder if other platforms will you know do that in the future but I do feel like LinkedIn is kind of a social platform where you people just like rant about yeah I was sitting at the airport and (gasps) I saw someone with a pink suitcase and it's just like "Eh." so they actually probably need those AI prompts because everyone's like telling their life story on LinkedIn Trying to sound um, like
0: such a thought leader all the time. One billion percent. Also, really, really quick. I swear this is quick. Everyone out there, the post that Eileen's just talking about, like, they'll like have some like random anecdote and then like some serious takeaway from it on LinkedIn. And it's like literally so cringe to me. It's and so it, cringe. To so many people, okay. There is a page called Best of LinkedIn on Instagram. If you enjoy that nonsense, follow the page best of LinkedIn. Um, They don't post as much as they used to. So if you just want to go back through their old posts, but it's exactly that. It's exactly what you just described. And it's such a good scroll when you're bored. Well, those –
1: Okay. Because those LinkedIn posts, they always end with some sort of like humble brag. It's like you were just trying to get to the the, the point where you like bought someone's Mm -hmm. coffee for them because you were just like feeling so generous or like you won some award that you nominated yourself for.
0: I think I tell one quickly. As an example, okay, random guy, we're not going to say his name. I have a secret. Most people are not even aware that this is a real thing. Since 2015, I have struggled with peeing in public restrooms. I've missed weddings, held my pee. This is like legit. This person is an SEO specialist, whatever. This is a legit account. I've missed weddings, held my pee up to 10 plus hours, social events, and going out in general because I was too afraid if I was going to pee or not. I've done exposure therapy which is immensely helpful. Exposing yourself to your fears slowly and progressively makes it more challenging. I recently booked a trip to Europe for two weeks and immediately thought if I was going to be able to pee or not on the trip. I can't. Um, I'm trying to get at that. You need to expose yourself to your fears and go outside your comfort zone to be successful. Alex. Somebody has a quote I love related to success. The ability to deal with short-term discomfort for long-term achievement there's no perfect time to do anything. Start today. Hashtag mindset. Hashtag mindset is everything. So, okay, um, yep, that's like the epitome. That's of exactly what they are. Like this page is exactly what we're talking about. And it's hilarious that like people give so much personal details. Like they'll talk about like their kids like, like being potty trained and how yes. difficult it is. And then imagine, you know, this is us now in our current phase of life. And we also need patience and kindness. And we need to work hard. Oh, by the way, I got a promotion. Thank you guys. Thank you. All <laughs> yes, right. LinkedIn is so cringe. Um, AI tools I love. Also, I like the idea that the AI tool is within LinkedIn. So yeah. it's not like you to like go and be in somewhere else and then like get into LinkedIn. Like you don't need like a Chat GPT or whatever. Like make me a caption for LinkedIn about X, Y, and Z. It's like no, it will help you within the platform, which I think is cool. Yeah, we like that. We love. Okay. Last but certainly not least is trends that we're loving or hating this week. What is the four one one? What is the hot gossip? One of one from each of us. Yep, Eileen, you want to go first?
1: Sure. Um, I think this is something we've actually talked about before, but it's been very in my face on the interwebs um, as of late, and that is brand trips.
0: Okay. Um, tell me
1: more. So right now, like it this basically, no, this is more I need to be more specific. We talked in the past about Tarte's um Dubai trip and how excessive mm-hmm. it was and mm-hmm. kind of like crazy that it was. And this last like two weeks, Tarte did um another Saint was it St. Lucia? No, Turks and Caicos. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Turks and Caicos Somewhere trip and then there. they
1: also did Formula One in Miami. And it's yes. just like it's so interesting to me that these brands do brand trips, invite all these influencers, probably spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more on these trips. And then they, like the The ROI
0: is basically just awareness, hoping that they're sharing this content. Well, they're going to share it. They're okay. Quick context. I think we should give is that like, yes, they're going on a trip, but it's not a free trip like they're going on the trip in exchange for content or to an event in exchange for content. So there is like a contract they sign. That's like some really high influencers, like super well-known high follower count influencers will get paid in addition to the trip. But typically influencers are just paid their payment is going on the trip and having like a lavish week or weekend or whatever. Like you get to go on vacation basically. Right. And then your contract, it's like, you need to do this many posts. And a lot of influencers have said it is a lot of content that they're expected to do and they're not getting paid. So like the brand, let's say the brand spends $3 million on the trip. Well, paying all those influencers would probably cost them more than $3 million for that much content. So that's why from a brand perspective, they do it. But I cut you off. What were
1: you going to say? Sorry. I was just going to say that this one in specific, because I, I do watch a lot of like get ready with me videos on TikTok. These girls are on the tart trip using other brands
0: of makeup.
1: Yes. Okay. And that blows my mind a little bit.
0: I've seen this too. And I wonder like, okay, I'm assuming that it's not in their contract. Like if they're doing like a get ready with me, get ready with me for um, F1 Miami, whatever. Yeah. Like I would assume that they would only be allowed to – they can use other products, but they can't, like, show them. Like, maybe it's like, okay, I'm using my Tarte concealer. Snaps forward a couple steps. Like, okay, I did my foundation. Okay, now I'm using the Tarte mascara. Like, that's what you'd think? No. No. They're literally just making videos. You see
1: the logos of the other brands as they're squirting it on their faces.
0: for the Dubai one, the one video I watched um, was a Get Ready With Me with a bunch of girls that were on the trip, and they were all using different products and not just using them. Like, one girl's like, oh, my God, I love this concealer. And the other girl's like, me too. And it wasn't the brands a random concealer, like hourglass concealer or something. Yeah.
1: So it just makes it come off a little like, uh, it, it, I don't want to say it makes me like mad at my little influencers that I follow and love, but I'm kind of like, dang, can't you at least play the game that you're like only using their makeup and like, that's your favorite makeup and that you would never want to use anything else because they are paying for you to go on this lavish vacation. Can't, like, oh, I guess like, don't lie. Yeah. It, but yeah. You- so then it's like, well, wait, if you're yeah, but then, you're right, they're not lying, though, because she's there, like, putting all this other branded makeup on her face, and... I don't know. I don't know. It just, uh, makes me feel some kind of way, Peyton.
0: Me too. And you know what? I'm not vibing Maybe I'm jealous. I can definitely say I'm jealous, but I'm also like, come on. But the brand trips used to just B-F-F-R. be different. They used to be very, very different, like... yeah. In like 2016, 2017, when they were going to like Bora Bora, and they would take like literally like 50 or 60 influencers and plus ones, and it would be like this crazy like mesh of like all your favorite people all at this one thing. Where now it's the same people all the time, and it's like, hey, they go on a trip every week anyways. Like genuinely, some of these influencers are always traveling, like literally. Right, their content
1: is to travel. Right,
0: so like I don't need, like I don't need more of that. Like you tart, like I'm not gonna buy something because tart sponsored this trip. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm more likely to buy something from a regular get ready with me that they're just like, oh my God, I love this concealer. <laughs> right. I don't know.
1: Let's hear your trend, P.
0: Okay. So my trend is one for the Swifties out there. Oh, that's me. Okay. So I'm not a Swifty, but I do like her music. I like Taylor Swift. I'm just not like the world's biggest fan. I'm okay. not like, there's people who like Taylor's music and then they're Swifties. And I am only just a fan of the music, okay. which is I just, in my opinion, listen, if you're listening to this, like, don't come at me. I just, it's a little bit much for me
1: Uh-huh.
0: and it's a little bit overwhelming. Like all the Easter eggs and like music videos and like, I, it's a lot for me. However, I do have a love today. I'm excited. And it is the Taylor Swift concert content. Mm. that's everywhere. She was in Nashville last weekend and yes. it was everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. I love all the fits. I love how people are like dressing up as different album covers and like whatever, Like this is how I'm going to do red. Like this, is how I'm doing enchanted. Like I love the vibes that it's bringing and how much joy it's bringing people. And that you get to like come with to a concert because if you guys didn't know, there was a lot of ticket master drama for these yes, tickets. There was. So not only did basically no one that wanted to get tickets, get tickets, um, even like if you had like certain credit cards that you were supposed to get like early access, blah blah blah. We get it. There was a lot of drama. There was a lot of people, either one couldn't afford the tickets, they are extremely expensive if you didn't buy them like the first day. Like right. we're talking if like we sell value
1: is we're is... talking about
0: like ridiculous. Like if you were trying to get like a decent seat for the Nashville one, like thousands of dollars. So, like a lot of people could not afford to go to the concerts. You cannot afford. You cannot afford. So, with that all being said. A lot of people didn't get to go. And so this content is like their way of still getting to relive it. Like I would say if I was going to a concert, I would not be watching these TikToks or Instagram videos. I'm
1: going next month and I have been very like,
0: I'm not looking at anything. I mean, people are giving you, like, the entire concert, basically. Like, there is so much content. Between all the TikToks and Instagram videos, you can see the whole concert. So if you're going, I would just avoid it. Um, Like, the content, because, yeah, you'll know every – Like, she does a lot of – Like, she's a really, really good performer, and she does a lot of, like, outfit changes and just, like, cool things on stage. And so, like, by watching all the videos, you kind of, like, will know every detail of it, um, which is bad if you're going. But if you're not going or you can't afford to go or you're out of town or you're working, etc., It's a great opportunity to get to watch. And I wish, like, I'm just thinking through, like, artists that I really, really, really like that I, like, for example, if I, like, wanted to see a specific artist that's at Coachella and I can't afford Uh to go to Coachella or I can't get to Coachella, to be able to just watch the full set, basically, essentially. Like, there's people that are going live and recording the sets. um, Yeah. And even, I know they did it for, like, some stuff at Coachella, too. People were doing that. But, like... Just being able to experience something that you wouldn't get to otherwise experience without the internet is really cool.
1: Yeah, this is sort of besides the point, but I, I saw a TikTok where um fans that couldn't get tickets in Nashville parked like, and like paid for parking and got all dressed up and then they just listened to the music from right. the parking lot and it was
0: precious. Okay, that's really cute. I also know, I'm not gonna even get into this because I don't know enough, but I know there was a lot of like, drama with the merch yeah i don't know if you saw all of that but basically like taylor opened the merch up to people that weren't attending the concert too to get the limited edition merch for the concert like so obviously she has all of the like heiress tour merch on her website but there was there's specific merch only for the concerts you can only get them at the concerts and it was open to the public which is such a cute idea so that basically people who couldn't get tickets if they wanted the, like, special merch and they're a huge fan, they could still drive over there that's, like, you know, they live in Nashville or whatever Mm -hmm. and get, like, a cute hoodie. Of course, people ruined that by um, resellers coming. There was no limit on how much you could buy. So people were buying literally every single hoodie with, like, trash bags, suitcases, whatever. Um, So that got ruined. But, like, such a cute idea. And it's such – I love that, like – there's a community of people that all really like the same thing and they're able to enjoy it, whether that's virtually through social media or by hanging out in the parking lot and drinking in your back of a pickup truck, like the more the merrier. And I love to see it. And I love to just see a community, like just grow and enjoy something that they really like together. So as a fan, I thought it was so cute And every weekend that I see the content. I'm like, yeah, I love this. This I love that. So cute. That's a good one. All right, let's
1: wrap her up. Wrap it up. So, um hey everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast. We talked all things TikTok and we hope that you enjoyed it because we sure did. Always. If you did enjoy it, give us a rating and review. You know, five stars or a little a little uh chunk five of information stars. about what you liked, what you what you love about listening to the podcast always or what you particularly liked about this episode. And um as oh, also let's hear it
0: on Spotify there is polls so if you're listening on Spotify we're going to put a poll on Spotify with this Ooh. episode that says um something about how long you've been on TikTok because I'm curious I love that
1: and yeah I'd like to know too
0: we're curious so we'll put that on the Spotify if you're listening on Spotify give us a little engagement you know let us know cuz I am genuinely so curious
1: yeah same great idea thank you all um, and make sure you are following the Working on the Weekend's Instagram page at WOTW Pod. We've been posting a lot of good recaps of our episodes, some interesting marketing information, uh, pictures of our dogs. Always. So um, you don't want to miss
0: it. You don't want to miss the interns. Lots of good content's coming out. We're kind of like popping off on Instagram right now thanks to Queen Eileen, our social queen. Um, and <laughs> go follow us. Like it's yeah. genuinely worth the follow. It is. And it's so easy. So easy. It's one, two, click. Click the link in the show notes of this episode. Hit follow. Boom. You're in. You're in for life.
1: That's right. Guys, thank you so much. Hope everyone has an amazing Monday, an amazing rest of the week, and we can't wait for the next episode. Cannot wait. Talk to you guys super soon.
0: Bye. Bye. Working on a weekend like usual.